Good morning, Contrarians. Friday morning, May 12th. Happy Friday. It is about 6.20 a.m. And there is not all that much going on here in futures markets. Stock futures are pointing to small gains. NASDAQ and S&P up about three-tenths of 1%. Commodities flat. Cryptos are down a bit. Bitcoin is off about 4% to trade around 26400 Not sure what that is about. No idea what the catalyst is or if there indeed is one, as I don't track that market very closely or at all. Bonds are unchanged. Two-year yield at 3.91%. 10-year at 3.41%. So today there are a couple of economic indicators to tell you about. The main one is the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey. That is out at 10 a.m. And there are two of these each month. The second one basically just confirms what's in the first. Today is the first reading for May, which makes it the more important one. And there's a number attached to this, which is really not all that important. Um, The underlying, actually, a couple of different readings here Consumer sentiment is just one. Consumer expectations is another. Inflation expectations. And they all have a number with them. But what might be more interesting here is what respondents say. This can move markets sometimes. And uh, so we'll see again out at 10 o'clock. And then we have uh, actually before that import and export prices. This could be an interesting thing could have certain ramifications for inflation, but maybe not because there's a lot else that goes into this, such as demand. So that's all we got here today. Pretty quiet Friday. A little 90s music here for you. But um, yeah, so the narrative here, there's a couple of them actually. And yesterday we had producer prices, which basically confirmed what was in the consumer price index the previous day, which is that inflation is coming down slowly. Maybe not as fast as some would like, but it is a little bit. And this briefly led futures traders to price in a 99% chance yesterday that the Fed would stand pat at its next meeting, which is on June 14th. And that number has since dropped. It's now down to 90%. But that's still an overwhelming majority that think the Fed is not going to move interest rates at all after what's been a series of rate hikes, some quite aggressive. Futures traders, of course, are not right. But this is where the market views things right now. And so that's one thing to look at. Another one is this hype around artificial intelligence, AI. I have resisted looking into this just because, well, I thought it was hype. Having said that, I did I did own an ETF um, going back several years now, BOTS, B-O-T-Z. I'll tell you about the various ETFs in a minute. But the this week we had Google unveil its own AI tools. And this has led to glowing reviews in none other than the MIT Technology Review. I've linked you to that. And so, yeah, a lot of hype around that. And that, of course, has helped Google stock. And more broadly, it has helped tech stocks. So the question now is whether this is a passing fad 
or is it a legitimate force of growth for tech that can lead this kind of burgeoning tech uh, bull market in tech higher? Remember, we the Nasdaq entered a new bull market a couple of weeks ago, and that has since kind of stayed there. And tech is up this week, while other stocks have dropped. So that is another thing to look at. And then we have our friends, the regional banks. And yesterday was a tough day, another one for regional banks. Those have now reversed a little bit, and we're looking at gains now again. But what happened yesterday was a disclosure by PacWest, which has kind of become the new problem child of the regional banks, that they had uh, that their deposits had dropped by almost 10% in a week. And the stock got bludgeoned on this down 23%. And it took some others down with it, including the Bank of Hawaii, which I hold. That was down 10%. Led me to buy a little more, but didn't time it all that perfectly. And still sitting on pretty big losses there. But that's fine. It's just a it's a speculative position. And I may actually even buy more if it drops more. But that's that. That's that. And weirdly, this didn't affect Western Alliance, which is kind of another one of these West Coast regional banks that has been treated the same as PacWest. But yesterday was flat. So anyway, where the opportunities now, so where these are concerned, there's obviously ETFs tracking AI stocks. I mentioned bots. I literally have held this for years, so it's not new. In fact, it doubled at one point during the hype. During This goes back to pre-COVID. And during COVID, it, it, it doubled and I sold half of it. So, which means I'm playing for house money, and then a bunch. It dropped, of course, a bunch, and now it's up again. But I don't care um, because that's just sitting there. But yeah, there's a bunch of these. Boss is just one. IRBO, AIQ, Robo are some others. However, caveat caution is advised when it comes to these things, and when it comes to things like tech. My experiences as showed that by the time we are all reading about these things and hearing about them, it's probably already too late. That just seems to be the way these things work. Now, there could, of course, be more upside in these AI names, in tech in general, especially if it's the early stages of a bull market. The hype train may not have completely left the station yet, may still be time to get on board, but one would think that the big gains have maybe already happened. And again, I take you back several years to my initial investment in this. So this isn't really new. It's just that the hype train is gathering speed. So what will be interesting to see is how this stands up in a recession. So there's that. And then the regional banks yesterday, the sell-off could have created opportunities as these are bouncing Obviously, it's impossible to time these things perfectly, as I have found with my Bank of Hawaii investment. was not expecting the drop yesterday, but there, there we go. Like I said, it's just a speculative position, so there is that. But if, if one thinks the worst is over for the regional banks, then it stands to reason that these would move higher, at least somewhat higher from here. Of course, the question is if the worst is over for the regional banks, and we've had people saying for about a month now that it was, and then we get these new news and new concerns and uh, various things like that. So 
That's it. Anyway, that's all we have for today. Um, for subscribers, the Substack chat tracks my trades in real time, almost real time. Basically, I manually enter them the day that I put that I do them. And I, if you like, I can give you full portfolio avail, um, access so you can see all my holdings. I'm not. This is just for transparency. I am certainly not advocating for any kind of investment decisions. This is not investment advice. I, I more just track what's going on, the narratives that are emerging, and certain ways that one can play those depending on one's views on the economy, on markets, and on individual stocks. More research is almost certainly needed before making investment decisions. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. Use this. Use other resources. Hell, use AI for all I know. Although, here too, I would be very skeptical of what AI can actually produce in terms of investment returns. And I say that because hedge funds have been trying to do this for years and with very mixed results. So anyway, that's it for today, this Friday. This this episode is going to be free just because I covered a lot of ground. In fact, I've already talked for more than nine minutes, which is way too long. I try to keep this below five minutes. Don't always succeed, but it's usually a lot less than this. So anyway, have a great weekend. Subscribers, I'll talk to you back here on Monday morning. Everybody else, why not join up? And uh, if not, whatever, I'll see you next time. With that, have a great weekend. See you Monday. Bye.